Cause we've got a riser, a riser in our midst He will get the last lap, it's the last thing he did And he used to roll around in that red dirt mud But now he's skipping town and that riser's out for blood Don't stop going, going south Cause they'll let you play your music real damn loud Don't stop heading, heading south they won't Hello Govs Nation, you're listening to the PCAST presented by CDE Light Band. Each week we take you around Austin P, the Athletics Department, occasionally the OVC, thanks to our good friends at CDE. CDE Light Band offers electricity, internet, video, and voice services with blazing fast speed and superior performance with the additional convenience of 24-7 local support and bundling all your utilities into a single bill. Thank you to our friends at CDE, and thanks to you, the listeners, who make us worth sponsoring. I am Casey Krieger. He is Alex Howard. Welcome to the nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast, a podcast that is ready for a lot of basketball and the Super Bowl in the next couple of days. Alex, how are you now? Good, and you? Uh, not so bad. There's one thing to talk about to start this show. Start it off. And that is our good friend, Terry Taylor. Yes, sir. That is NBA starter, <laughs> Terry Taylor. Yes. That is NBA back-to-back double-double, mm-hmm. Terry Taylor. The best offensive rebounder in the NBA. Terry Taylor. Is that a fact? You know, per, you per, 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 thir- game, per, per 36, per game. he has he averages two more offensive rebounds than Steven Adams, who is technically your NBA leader and in because offense. Because does not qualify yet. He qualifies in my book. I don't Me care too. if he's played four games. Exactly. Terry Taylor. Pretty good start. Yeah. I mean, but, but he's only a six-foot five. He's too we small. All, we he's all know too he's short, yeah. right? Yeah. We all know he's going to do stuff like this. Uh, let's talk about the whole Terry Taylor thing because I'll – Game one, he went out there and had a good game, and Rick Carlisle called us whatever school Terry Taylor's from on his yeah. post game. That hurt a little. It did. It did. But you know what? Now we have shirts, and we're both we wearing them today that <laughs> yep. say whatever school Terry Taylor's from. So shout out to Coach Carlisle for that. Yep. Uh, he should have a shirt in his mailbox. Yep. So uh, him and Terry should have a couple shirts I in cannot. their mailbox. Can't wait to see those guys yep. in those shirts. We're hoping that they're wearing them after the game today against Cleveland, I think it is. I hope they're wearing them right now. Me too. Get a nice little photo of them. There you go. Hey. But, yeah, now Terry Taylor, was it February 2nd? Give me the stats, Alex. I know you got them. You know I got them. So, Terry, against Orlando in his first start, goes 24 points. Seen that a couple of times. 16 rebounds, 8 offensive rebounds. Very Terry Taylor thing. 3 assists. I would say that's a pretty good start. He was closer to a triple-double in the game he came off the bench. Exactly. 6 assists. Yeah, because, I mean, there was that game against Chicago, and it was like he was – technically off of the bench but it was one of the players got hurt on like the first play yeah so it's like he still was i would call him officially like a starter <clears throat> but yeah no he had a uh, 21 points 14 rebounds five assists not not so not bad. so bad well that all we got about our friend headband terry headband terry i mean and he's gonna keep on doing it too i mean, I yeah, mean the patients don't have anybody left i think it's time to get rid of that two-way contract and sign terry to an actual just contract. sign him up just do I mean, it they got rid of sabonis they got yep. rid of jeremy lamb jeremy lamb um justin holiday they've added uh tyrese halliburton yeah uh, buddy healed yeah. interest in thompson yep that is i mean and, and ricky rubio but he's in and, Spain, and ricky rubio yeah but i mean honestly like i know terry's listed as like a shooting guard but you know, with getting rid of Sabonis, I think he's definitely he's a big guard. That's what he, he is. He's a big guard. That's his position. I mean, and I think getting rid of Sabonis, um, I think he's going to have a, a shot to just stay in the lineup for the rest of the season. We'll see. Anything else you have, want to talk about about the NBA trade deadline? This is more your specialty than mine. Um, not really. I mean, before I came in here, I saw that uh, James Harden is trying to get to uh, Philadelphia, but I, I don't Why? know. Why? Who knows? I mean, I guess he's tired of the big lights of Brooklyn, but Philadelphia is not much better. 
And I mean, it, I don't know how I they're going to do it. I don't think the Nets want Ben Simmons. No. Nobody wants Ben Simmons. The Sixers don't even want Ben Simmons. No, especially after that uh, choke fest that he had against the Hawks last season. Okay. Just shoehorn that one in there. Uh, as a Hawks fan, I'd have to. I'm sorry. It's fine. You, so. earned, you earned that one. <laughs> you earned that one. The Olympics. The Olympics are The 2022 Winter Olympics in Beijing. Hit the NBC song. Dun, dun, mm. Whatever it is. Uh, um, I watched snowboarding. Women's half pipe last night. Okay. Chloe Kim. Pretty good. Yeah. Back-to-back gold. She's like 21. I would say that's pretty good. What am I doing? No <laughs> Olympic. I'm 25. I don't have any Olympic gold medals. No. Uh, I know the USA hockey, women's hockey team won their first game. Yes, they did. Uh, they should scrap the women's hockey tournament. Hear me out. Okay. And instead of playing a tournament, Team USA and Canada play a best of five series. I am all for it. Because in women's yeah. hockey, only it's, ones that matter. Yeah. It's one. It's those two and then everybody else. I don't know when men's hockey starts. Uh, I'm a little less excited for it this year than I was the last time we had the Olympics because there's no NHL players. Yeah. Okay, no, I remember the last time it was Team USA against, mm-hmm. like, Sidney Crosby and the Canadians, yeah. and that was a lot of fun. I mean, I'm not like I, I do wish NHL players were in it, but at the same time, like this gives people that aren't in the NHL the chance to kind of like make a name for themselves in the yeah, world's see, biggest. It, it's not the same, I but care. I don't care. I don't okay. want to watch the NHL guys. Understandable. I don't like. I don't want to watch amateur basketball players in the Olympics. I don't want to watch amateur hockey players. I can get behind it. Sean White's also pretty good. Sean at Wright is doing the half pipe tonight, I believe. Yes. And I, I'm very excited for old, yep. old Red to get, what, gold medal number 17? Sure. Close enough. He's quite good at snowboarding. He's pretty good at snowboarding. Alex. Yes. The preseason tennis poll came out last week. Yes. Yes, it did, Casey. Tell me all about that. <clears throat> all right. So the men's tennis, um, men's tennis was picked third in the OVC preseason rankings. Uh, Freddie, Frederick Sloshman was picked the number six player in, oh, what do they call it, like the OVC? Preseason top ten. Yeah, the preseason top ten. Um, but, yeah, Gov's picked behind Tennessee Tech, who was number one and won the regular season tournament last season, and then behind Belmont also, who won the tournament, yeah, because Tennessee Tech won the regular season. Um, the women, though. The ladies. The ladies. A uh, li- little bit of controversy, in my opinion. Oh. Um, so the women, you know, your OVC champ, you know, reigning champions. Your back-to-back reigning Ohio Valley Conference tournament back champions. Back-to-back. Um, pick number two. Pick number two behind huh. South, Southeast Missouri. Huh. Um, is that the Southeast Missouri team that the Govs might have beat in uh, last year's OVC championship? Oh, that is the exact same one, the, Casey. The very one? Yes. Hold up. I even got more on that one. Oh, boy. So, so yeah, the women received one first-place vote. SEMO received five, which is crazy itself. But um, for the women's preseason top ten, you had Danielle Morris, number four. Number four, you say? Number four. Okay. And then Yana Leader, number five. Number five, you so, say? Yes, but you want to look at number three. I would love to know who number three is. It was, I, I really don't know how to pronounce the girl's last name, but it's from Southeast Missouri. It's Which the, one is it? It's the girl that shared the freshman of the year. It's the one that Danny beat to claim the title last season. The one it, that she beat to claim the title that's now yes. ranked ahead of her? Exactly. She's number three. Why? How? How no. is that so when in head-to-head rankings in the championship, Danielle Morris won the match? I don't know. And, and then you also want to say, you know, Yana, 8-0 in singles last season in the OVC play? Yeah. Finished winning, what, her last 11? Something like that. And 4-5. Uh, and five. How dare they? How dare they? But you know what? It's a start. Hey, you know what they say about rankings? What's that? They're just rankings. You got that right. I don't know if they say that. I just I said <laughs> I'll it. Take I your word said for it right it. then and there, and that's what matters. You know what else came out last week? What's that? The golf rankings. Okay. The men, 
Robbie Wilson's bunch. Picked to finish sixth in the league. Uh, they're behind SIUE, Morehead State. Belmont is in second or in third place with a pair of first place votes. Tennessee Tech in second with three first place votes. And UT Martin leads away with four first place votes. That Martin's men's golf team's pretty good. Uh, they might be a tough nut to crack, but you know, sixth place, hey, motivation. Yeah. Gotta prove some people wrong out there this spring. On the women's side, third place after what you could call the best fall in program history. I would. Um, one first place vote. Belmont also got a first place vote. And Murray State got the other five first place votes to finish at the top. Uh, third place, sure. Well, I'll say it's a little low. I'm not I afraid to go out on that limb. Uh, I don't know if you saw Jessica Caffey and company this fall. I sure did. They were uh, winning tournaments and taking names. That they were. A uh, lot of good on that team. And Taylor Dedman did not play the entire fall, and they were winning without her. She's back, uh, so watch out. I think they're going to be pretty good. I think third place is low, I and that's so. my final answer on that. Let's talk about what happened last week on the athletic competition field and such. Let's. Track and field. They start, I guess, two weeks ago since we had a, we had a week break. Mm-hmm. Track and field, two weeks ago. Rod McCravey, Invitational, University of Kentucky. Uh, Lennox Walker finished 12th of the mark of 11.23 in the triple jump. Kanisha Phillips, 60 meters. Uh, she placed fifth in the heat and 26 overall with a 7.62. She ran the 200 meters as well and ran what was then a season best 24.12 to finish seventh. Mickey, Mickey Smith, or is that Michaela Smith? Are that, those are the same people, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah Mickey. Mickey, Michaela, I caught, whatever. Michaela Smith. Two minutes, 15 seconds, 72 to finish 14th. It was the second fastest mark of the season for her in the 800 meters. Okay, now I want to talk about the Don the Noon Invitational because that's the one <laughs> that I would like to talk about. Good. At SIU in Carbondale. Not SIU. Not C. Not SIU. No, some people say SIUC. They're not. They are SIU. They are the okay. University of Southern Illinois. They happen to be in Carbondale. Let's start with Carlin Shooting. She broke her own school record in the pole vault with a mark of 4.20 meters. Uh, it was her second of three attempts that she broke the record and has a 29th best mark in the NCAA during the indoor season this year. Senior Dina Hill-Tate earned her first victory of the season in the high jump with a mark of 1.60 meters. It was her fourth career high jump win and her first since the OVC ch- Outdoor Championships last year, last year in May. Okay. First victory on the track, dominating fashion in the 400 meters. Austin P at the top four times in the event, led by Jeez. senior Alana Johnson with a time of 59.70 during her first career 400 meter event win hats off to her she was followed by michaela smith with a 59.92 lauren lewis haynes with a 59.95 and sydney harrington with a 133 the top four times in an event that's quite good you'll take that any day yeah it's pretty pretty good to sweep an event not just sweep the podium yeah we'll sweep the one after the podium too we're not done though we have more winners Senior Cameron McCullen recorded her fastest time of the season, the 60-meter hurdles, with an 8.98 to win her first career event. And then if you thought we were done without a Kenesha Phillips event win, Can't. you've never listened to this podcast never. before. <laughs> Kenesha Phillips continued her successful indoor campaign with a first place finish in 200 meters for the time of 24.33. She's fast. Yeah. Do you know what else she won this week? Probably another award. Her fourth straight OVC female track and field athlete of the week. You heard that right. One, two, three, four in a row for Kenesha Phillips. They Line call her Flash for a reason. Good luck catching her. But guess what? She didn't just win it by herself this week. Who else did? She shared it with her teammate, Carlin Schutten, who has now been Athlete of the Week twice, not back-to-back, but two times, mm-hmm. somewhere in the middle of Kenesha's four straight. Right. That I would be willing to say that that is the best roommate duo, maybe in the NCAA. Colby has said in Austin P. history before. Well, uh, you know he what? He wrote a story I'll, about it. 
I'll stand right there with him. You'll stand I right would there say with. it is. Well, track and field was having a good week at the Donovan Invitational. Yes, Let's talk were. about some tennis. Okay. The men. Yeah. Uh, men kicked off their season, uh, what was it, now a little bit over a week ago against Lipscomb. It's going to be a future Ace Hunt Conference opponent. Didn't come away with the win. Tough one. It, it was a tough one. Um, you know, lost 7 to nothing, but you know that's one of those that you want to come away with the win, but start off the season, the women learn, had, learn from it. The women were a little closer in their match. Yeah, the women played MTSU. That's a team that, you know, we're definitely familiar with. Play them good all team. the time. Very, very good team, honestly. Um, didn't That was probably one of the closest matches we've seen since that OVC championship against SEMO. Uh, women lost 4-3. to three. Came down to the very last singles match, uh, third set, but MTSU came away with the win. It's all right. I mean, that's, that's another one you're going to learn from. They're back in action on February 19th against Louisville, but yeah, it was. But yeah, um, women had a couple matches postponed as well. Yeah, had had a couple postponed or a couple canceled, one postponed. Um, so they were going to play Cumberland and Vanderbilt. Both of those were can't just outright canceled. Not going to play those anymore. Um, and now their match against Western Kentucky has been postponed to March 4th. Oh. So instead of that match starting off a four, or I think it's a... Starting off a, four, a big break, it yeah. ends a break. Yeah, because they're going to go to Louisville and they're going to go to Kentucky and then they're going to figure or uh, find finish their way, it off. Find their way to Bowling Green. Bowling Green against the mighty Hilltoppers. I'm a Hilltopper. You're a Hilltopper. A Science Hill Hilltopper. Okay. My high school is the Hilltoppers. <laughs> I have never known a high school... To have that nickname. The Science Hill High School Hilltoppers, baby. Okay. Well, I learned something new every day. We actually have a better mascot than a red blob. It's so it, yours isn't big red? Is it like a big orange or something it's, like that? It honestly <laughs> looks like a younger governor. Okay. It is a, so I don't know if this is the official definition of a hilltopper. We were once told that a hilltopper was a moonshine runner in the Appalachian Mountains because hmm. they top okay. the hills right. where the moonshine was on the still. So they would top the hills and run it across them or whatever. Uh, I don't know if that's true. I like to believe it is. It's the best explanation I've got. Uh, I'll believe you. Makes sense, right? Sure. Women's basketball. They've From, done a since the last games. time we've done this, tough one in Cookville. A 59-56 to loss for the ladies against the Golden Eagles. Uh, Tennessee Tech's in second place in the league. That matchup was for second place in the league. Um, maybe it was for first place. It was for, it first. Was for first place, yeah. Um, I hate going to Cookville. I hate Cookville. I hate <laughs> the Eblen Center. I hate the way the Tennessee Tech women flop. I'm not afraid Bad. to say it. Okay. They are on the ground. All the time. I mean, and they get the calls. So I guess I can't blame them. If you're going to get the calls, go down. I guess. I mean, I wasn't able to watch that game, but I'm, I, I, li- I listened to a little bit of it on the radio, and I heard a little bit of that. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It made let, me, I was in a very bad mood after that game. Let's skip to a good one, then. I was in a much better mood <laughs> after a 69-67 to overtime win against Murray State the next Thursday right here in the Winfield Dunn Center. The girls were down. Yes, the they were. The were down eight with like a minute 25 left. No worries. Deshara Booker, bucket. Carly Pace, bucket. Yamiah Johnson to tie the game. Three-pointer, no good. No worries. The free racers throws. fouled her. <laughs> Guess what? All three free throws. Made them. Overtime. And in overtime, one point, or there was like eight seconds left. Govs at the ball at half court. Tie game. Carly Pace, floater. 1.2 seconds left. Bottom of the net. Ball game. Number five play in NCAA women's basketball this week. They tweeted that this morning. Yeah. Uh, 
Shout out to Ethan Schmidt for the call on that one. It was a good call. Uh, well, fifth straight win against the Racers. Take it. Seventh straight win against the Racers in the Dunn Center. And uh, nothing changes when the Austin P. women take the court against Murray State. No, sir. It's all Govs. All Govs. No Racers. Horses in the back. Get out of here. <laughs> Had to make my first ever trip that. to Moorhead State the day after. or the two day, Yeah, no, the day after yeah. that. How was your first trip to Moorhead State? Well, I stayed in Lexington, so that part was wonderful. Yeah, didn't you all practice at, like, what was it, one of Kentucky's, Kentucky's gyms? practice gym, yeah. That was oh, nice. Okay. Uh, much better than practicing at Moorhead State. One would say. Uh, I'll tell you what. I enjoyed the Murray game more than I enjoyed the Moorhead State game because, you know, we were losing by eight. Or no, we were, yeah, no, we were down by eight with, like, eight. Or we were down by ten. We were down by ten. Mm-hmm. Down by ten with 8.25 left in the third quarter. Oh, wow. Moorhead State had two players score 20. They – just they were they were hitting shots in the first half. And there's nothing you can do when a team's hitting shots like right. that. You just have to keep it close, you know. Mm-hmm. So 8.25 left in the third quarter. Govs are down by ten. <laughs> what do they do for the final eighteen twenty five of that game? What's that? They go on a thirty nine <laughs> to nineteen run to win by ten. No biggie. No easy. No biggie. <laughs> just another Guess day at the what? office. Twenty points again for Carly Pace. She scored twenty in four of the last five games and in back to back games. Yamaya Johnson, double figures again. Same Shy Booker, up. double figures for the fifth time in seven games at Moorhead State. And another double-figure game for Lyric Cole with ten points up there up there in Moorhead. Um, that Moorhead team is in the bo- at the bottom of the league, so they're dangerous in my opinion. Yeah. They don't they, they, want to get swept in OVC yeah. play. I mean, they've got, none, they've got glad, nothing to lose. I'm glad we don't play them again. Me too. They're going to get somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they're going to get. Make it Belmont and Tennessee Tech. I hope it's that, Belmont or Tennessee it. Tech. I'm telling you, they've got that Duke transfer, Jada right. Claude. She's a good player. Mm-hmm. Terry Smith, if she gets hot from three like she did against us, watch out. They're going to get someone. Right. So that's enough about Moorhead State. Yep. Carly Pace, if you didn't know, was the OVC Player of the Week for the second time this season. Say it she averaged, what, 22 points last week, four assists, yep. three and a half rebounds? Pretty good. Pretty good. Her and Yamai Johnson both won the award twice now. Hear me out. Okay. First ever Austin P. Wins basketball duo to each win the award multiple times in the same season. I did not expect that when I went back to no. look. I no. expected Brooke and Jolanda mm-hmm. and that group to have had a mm-hmm. couple. However, the 2002 or it was the 2002 and 2002-2003 team and the 2003-2004 team, they each had three players win the award. Mm-hmm. But Jolanda was the only one that win it multiple times during both of those seasons. I'm so glad you looked that up. I never would have imagined that. Like I would have I'd, guessed that multiple. Yeah, I would say like, br- like rolling Brooke. in. Brooke would have had like ten. Jolanda would have had the like, other ten. Yeah, exactly. Oh, well. Men's basketball. Men's basketball. They've played five times since they our sure last have. episode. They played at Tennessee Tech as well. Their trip to Cookville went much better. A 58 to 55 win. Mm-hmm. Alex, what do you got on the men? You so got anything about that Cookville game, or you want to go I on do. to the next one? I Give do. it to me. So you got Elijah. He dropped 18 points in the game. Seven for ten from the field. You'll take that. He's definitely. He's been playing pretty well lately. Um, and after that game, he was he also won his third OVC Freshman of the Week award. And but yeah, I mean he he just he really stepped up in that game when the Govs needed him and helped pick up their second OVC win of the, at the time. Third OVC win, a sixty-eight. Well, that score is wrong. It's a sixty-eight to sixty-two double overtime win against SIUE right here in the Dunn Center. Yes, I wasn't here. Tell me all about that. That that was a game right there because it was like. SIUE led late, or like it was about like midway through the second half, and SIUE was leading, and then they went on to finish the second half shooting like one for fourteen from the field. Um, <clears throat> so Govs go to overtime, and it's like it, it's been a minute since we've been overtime. Um, so in overtime, the two teams just back and forth. Um, then you get in, you get into the second overtime. SIUE jumps ahead, and Govs come back. 
I think they, they finished the second overtime on like an 8-0 run. Um, you have Elijah drop 20. Elton Walker had 13 points and 7 rebounds. Chino had 11 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists. Definitely That's not packed. bad. That is pretty good. That's a career high for Chino. 8 rebounds. There you go. You'll take it. Um, but, yeah, like I said, Govs hold. SIU eat a 1-14 in the second half. Uh, end the second overtime on a 8-0 run. It's the fir- so it's the first time the Govs have won an overtime game since January 21st, 2017 against Murray State. Not so bad. No, and it's the first second. It's the first time the Govs have gone to a second overtime since January fifteenth, nineteen fifty four. What? Nineteen fifty four. We haven't played double overtime since nineteen fifty four. That's what Nathan said in this game. I almost don't believe that. I honestly don't either. Like that's insane. Yes, that is twelve years older than my dad is. I feel like I don't believe that. Well, you can go look in the record book. That's and my double official check. stance. I'm not going to go look, but I don't <laughs> believe it. Yeah. All right, after the SIUB game. Three straight losses for the guys. Yep. They lost to Murray State at home, and they lost at Moorhead at Belmont. Those are the top three teams in the OVC. It was. Murray State rece- was receiving votes at the time. They're now ranked 23rd in the AP poll, 24th yep. in the coaches poll. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Moorhead State game. That was just – that was bad. They just didn't yeah, show up that one. No. It's whatever. Bad game. Right. Chalk that one up as a, just not our day. <clears throat> they played well against Murray and Belmont. They did. They kept both of the games close for most of them. And then I think the, the teams that they're just they're just a little bit better team. They're good. They've been here together longer. They're both at the top of the league, right. and that just showed late. Yeah, I mean, like exactly like in the Mur- in the Murray State game. Um, I'm sorry, not Murray State. The team from Callaway County. <coughs> yes, thank um, you. Honestly, like we were in it the entire game. Like there was never a point of that game when I was like, oh, you know, we're out of it. Um, I mean, you had Drew Calderon. He had he made five threes in the game. He was he eating was, up. Huh? He was on fire. He um, was just throwing those things. But, yeah, Govs fall by 12 to Murray State. Like you said, you dropped that tough one to Moorhead State. And then, I mean, with Belmont, I mean, you led at halftime. It was like 31 to 24 at the half. And then, you know, Musinski and was it Ben Shepard just got hot in that second half. And Grayson Murphy just started throwing dimes. Of course. You know, OVC all-time leader in assists. But, yeah, you know, you, you definitely stayed in it with uh, Murray State and Belmont. Hang your hat, regroup, come back with a win this weekend. Well, we've talked for like 20, 22 or 23 minutes, so uh, that's way more than enough of us. It sure is. Let's take a break, and after that, I'll be right back with Cam Ruffin of the Austin P football team. If they know this ain't broken, they got a smell. We just got a fresh load, it's a lot in here. That boy only first grade, you don't matter. Rock him out the park, maybe I drive himself, so I don't got the park. Upgrade my jewelry, my watch is up the park. We gon' hit the head and watch the body fall. I'm going ghost, I ain't taking no more cars. Gotta give a hull of props. I want this top head to brody them a job. I put it up, we forever living large. You be okay, we make it to tomorrow. 25,000 for a jack. Where everyone stacking like they getting active. No, they don't. She ain't trying to let me get it cracked. Going on fast cars, cutting up a traffic. I'm one of those. We ain't nothing like these other rappers. Joining us on the PCAST, he's usually playing uh, in the middle of the field at Forterra Stadium, and now he spends his days as an intern in the athletic department. It's Cam Ruffin of the Austin P football team. Cam, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. I'm uh, just glad to be here. Glad that you invited me on the show. Cam, you're a graduate student, right? Right. So what's the class schedule look like for you right now? Uh, Right now, I'm in all online classes, which is kind of it's nice, but at the same time, it's not because, yes, I, I do have a lot of free time, but I have to put that free time in in my work. I don't get to go. I don't get to go to class and listen to a teacher. I have to do it on my own and find time to make time to figure out which class homework I'm going to do this day and 
just figure out, make a schedule for myself. Yeah, just you don't like have a set up. time. You just have to no. make sure you do it. It's all on yep. you. Right. All right. So you're an intern in our athletic department right now. True. Is, are you getting credit for a class for this or is this just something you want to do? No, nah, I'm not getting any credit. It's just something I want to do. I want to just be around the athletic department. Uh, I, my end goal is to be an athletic director. So I just thought of what better way to just start my process than to actually be around the people that I want to be around uh, in college. I think that would just uh, be the best thing for me to do while You're I'm here. You're answering my questions before I even ask. <laughs> so what, how did you get started in this? Did you have to like go seek out Jordan or Gerald? Um, yeah, I talked to uh, Gerald uh, before the spring. Well, actually, this whole process started uh, last Christmas. I didn't know uh, that I could come in here and uh, actually do an internship. But he uh, ended up telling me last Christmas that I could have, uh, after the season, I could come in here and uh, just learn. He knew I wanted to be an a athletic director. Uh, he told me I could just come in here and uh, learn the ropes, learn what everybody uh, does, and just learn the people around me and learn people in our athletic department. So this Christmas, I couldn't, this Christmas I couldn't pass the opportunity up to just come in here and get some experience. Yeah, so you said you want to be an athletic director. What is your ultimate goal? Like college, high school? What's the what's the plan? Um, my ultimate goal is definitely college. Um, I think I work very good with college uh, athletics just because I was I am a college athlete right now. I think I can very much relate to their needs and problems. Um, I know uh, I might I may have to start lower in high school, which is fine. I've been a high school athlete, so um, either one is fine. But my end goal is definitely college athlete right there. Is there anything you've learned from kind of being behind the scenes that you didn't know about? Um, everybody has a job. Everybody has their own job that makes everything come together and looks so smooth. It 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 all just comes together at the end. Everybody just has a specific role to play, and everybody's expecting uh, that other person to do that role. So. On game day or on important days, everybody can just sit back and watch it all to come together, just like a show, really. So I heard you got to use some power tools yesterday. I did. <laughs> what, what What were you and Max doing, and is that the first time you got to use a big power saw like that? Uh, we were cutting up this old, uh, old wooden board that needs to be thrown away. Uh, I don't really know how old it was, but I'm I'm very sure it's pretty old. Uh, we were cutting it up upstairs uh on the steps i've i've actually not used a power saw <laughs> before and i didn't and i didn't use it i just i just let him do it i just hold i just held the thing i i was really there for more support and <laughs> the muscles to uh carry it to the dumpster really You're just a strong guy in yeah the office now it yeah, was just, max it was and now it's you yep i'm just i'm just here for what people don't want to do if you don't want to do it i'll do it <laughs> I've also been told you're pretty good at getting students to come to games. What's your uh, technique? Is it kind of like the old office linebacker videos where you're, like, throwing on the pads and the helmet, like, you better be at the game tonight <laughs> or I'm coming across the middle? <laughs> no, it's, it's just talking to people real calmly. Just see, you know, you know, people are busy. You know, students are busy. They have homework. Uh, you just got to just encourage them. Hey, you know, I encourage you to come out to the game tonight. It's going to be a great game. Tell all your friends. Uh, we just want to, a great environment. Um you just got to be nice to them and appeal to their needs, see what they're into, and just hopefully they come. You can't make anybody come. You just hope they will make it. Let's talk about football. 
You are a four-star recruit by rivals in ESPN coming out of high school. You are the nation's 30th best athlete, the 49th best receiver, and the number six player in the state of Mississippi. You went to Ole Miss. So you played high school. Obviously, you played both ways because you're a receiver. Right. Were you better at receiver? Which position did you think you were better at? Because you played defensive back when you got to school. Um, I think I was a better receiver uh, te- technically. Uh, my technique was very uh, good at receiver. But uh, for my size and weight, um, that I felt like I was going to end up as. I think it was. I felt like it was best for me to play defensive back, just so when I get to that next level, uh, six two, two hundred, whatever pound, it's going to look good on my resume. It's it's a lot of receivers that's six four, six five. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't I wasn't blessed with six four, six five, which is fine. Like I, I love my height, I love my weight, uh, but to I felt like the best possibility to put myself in would just be to. Uh, Play DB, I was good at it. Uh, I felt like in the league, you you don't see many uh, 6'2 long guys like myself. I felt like I'd be a, a good pickup for anyone. So you played at Ole Miss. What was it like playing in the SEC, and who did you play for when you were there? Uh, it was – you learn a lot when you're playing at, at that type of level. You, you see a lot of people come in and out, going to the league, uh, going through the transport portal, great players all the way around. Uh, when I first got there, my first coach was uh, Hugh Freeze, but he didn't really. By the summertime, this is when he was making his way out. They really didn't. Uh, they was uh, kind of firing him that time, and as soon as uh, Hugh Freeze left, my head coach was uh, Matt Luke. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a great guy, great coach. Um, my defensive coordinator was uh, McGriff. Uh, he was a great coach too. He taught me a lot. Taught me a lot. Um, and my uh, div. Defensive back coach was Coach Jones. He was a great coach, too. So two years at Ole Miss, what was the best environment you played in? Was it at home there or was it somewhere else? The home games were amazing. I don't want to take away from that, but you just can't be a LSU crowd or Alabama crowd. They're just – they're on a different level. Like, I think they're, like, almost better than NFL stadiums. Like, their their fans are wild, and they, they really don't don't care like they really don't care what they say you really the kids out there don't care what to say the parents don't care what they say they're just out there wilding so you transferred to austin p before the COVID spring season right right what was it like so did you play in the fall that year uh yes i did we had three games uh uca pit oh so you were here for the fall too yeah the okay fall. so you were here for all that mm-hmm. what was it like playing back-to-back seasons like that um for me it was it was kind of great because I didn't play as much as I liked to at Ole Miss, but playing those back-to-back seasons gave me the the confidence and the just the being able to compete with other players and just the the film and the practice. It really did. It was a great thing for me just to have those two seasons, so I can get some gameplay gameplay in. And thankfully, it, it was a COVID year, so the year was free. Yeah. So it really didn't affect me. So I. Honestly, it was a pretty great thing. So you played the three games in the fall. You played six or seven more in the spring. You had two interceptions and were named OVC Defensive Player of the Week after a 13-10 to 10 win at number seven Jacksonville State. Two, have you ever had what's, – what's the most interceptions you ever had in a game? Um, in high school, I had, I had two pick sixes. Two pick sixes. In a playoff game, yeah. So two picks against Jacksonville State. What's that? Is that game plan? Is it scheme? Or is it just being in the right place at the right time? Uh, it's a little bit of all of it, actually. Um – you gotta. The coaches put us in a great position to uh, play our play our coverages. 
uh, my guys around me did a great job covering that man and being in the right place at the right time. I, the quarterback felt like uh, my guy was the most open and I had to change his mind. So you that's kind of what he did. Got him. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you played that spring season. You follow that up with another fall season. What's the wear and tear like playing? I mean, essentially, I guess I'd say two and a half, two and a half seasons in like a year, year and a half stretch. You don't really realize it when you're going through it, but at the end, at that end, you your body kind of feels it. It's like a it's a body and a mind thing. Your mind is wear, worn down, and your body's wearing down, but you just gotta you gotta push through it. But when you really realize it when you get out of that season, like like dang, like. I'm really like mentally and physically like tired. I really need a a break, and you and you do need a break after uh like after a full season. But like I say, it was it was kind of a good thing that I had those seasons. I can't really speak for anybody else. I had those seasons just because I needed the film and I needed the the practice and stuff like that. So the rest right now is very much needed. Yes, it's, I'm not gonna lie. It's amazing just to get just all we're doing right now is uh working out, finna start uh mat drills. We working out and running, and then we got the rest of the day to ourselves. Is the the rest is really amazing. I haven't felt like this in a long time. So you're time. ready to go. You're ready to go next fall already. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about that time. It's, it's about getting, that time. Getting there. Yeah. Uh, do you think you can still play receiver? I know I can definitely still play receiver. We need sure. to go talk to uh, Coach Silvoy and Scotty and get you over on the. I've other been side trying of the ball. to. I, I've been trying to talk to them. They they know I can do it. They just you know I let them I let them coach. You know I'm a player, so I let them coach. I don't really any get ch- into that. Any chance we see you going two ways next fall? Maybe. Oh, we. You heard it I here hope first. So. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you play any other sports in high school? Uh, I played basketball in high school until uh, my 10th grade year. I ended up tearing my my knee up. And so I just stopped basketball because I didn't want my I didn't want to mess my knee up again and all my scholarships be gone. So what, was, what kind stopped. of basketball player were you? Uh, I was like the defensive player, like just I like you are now. Yeah, like now. A stopper. I was yeah. I was the the guy who you want put me on the best guy and uh, didn't really want him to score that type of guy. I Physical? wasn't really yeah. And yeah. I was like I was kind of like a pass first type of guy. I wanted to get my other guys involved. You can still play basketball today. I can still play, but I, can, I know I can't play like I used to. So we don't need to call Nate James and try and get you a tryout? Uh, I think we should let me practice against the guys. You know, I, I'm, I'm a practice player. Just let me be a practice player for you sure. You dunked the other day. Yeah. No, I can, I can. Hey, I still got it. You still but, got it. But I'm not I'm not a game player. I'm a, uh, you know, I, I get the guys ready. I practice against you, you know what I'm saying? Hey, but, if you're beating them up in practice, the game's nothing. Exactly. <laughs> you have a bull, You have a dog. Right. A bully, a bulldog, or a bu- just a bully? American bully. Okay, and his name is King. Tell me about King. King is really laid back. He really doesn't like to be around a lot of people. Um, he's very lazy, but he does have just spurts of energy at times. Like, but he he really doesn't do anything throughout the day. He really doesn't require much, honestly. Which I kind of love about him because I don't really require much. We we honestly just sit at the house and watch tv he kind of looks out my window all day kind of does be i think he's nosy he just be looking at other people walking by and being other people business stuff like that but he's pretty he's pretty chill i, I love him but Nico took photos with his dog last fall before the season you're gonna have to bring king in for uh i might can do that day. i might can do that i didn't know yeah he had that little puppy though cause he yeah he, he did have a little puppy. yeah yeah i remember that uh does King ever bark and keep your neighbor Cole awake? 
Cole Langford, your neighbor, who is apparently your neighbor, I've been told. Uh, no, nah, he doesn't really. Uh, he doesn't really bark like that. But if he feels like if someone comes in the house unexpected, he'll definitely start barking. He'll let him know. Yeah, he. Yeah, he not. He really doesn't. It's, it's his house. Yeah, right? he don't play. Uh, you've got the coolest car in the athletics parking lot too. I think <laughs> you've got what is it? A white Dodge Challenger with a big red stripe down yeah. the middle. You got it just for Austin P, right? Of you said I'm getting an Austin P colored car. Uh, no, I didn't. I mean, it's crazy how it kind of works like that. Uh, but no, I didn't really get it for Austin P. My dad actually bought me that car. Uh, after my senior year in high school for a graduation gift, and it kind of just happened to be right white with the red stripe. Um, so and now it looks like you're driving an yeah, Austin. Yeah, yeah, perfect. Exactly. So it, it kind of worked out. So you graduated in August 2021 with a bachelor's as, as a sport wellness specialist. Right. You're now working on a master's in strategic leadership. Mm-hmm. When will you finish that? Uh, I'll finish that uh, this upcoming December, so after the season. So after the football season. Perfect timing. Right. So what is your plan after that? You want to work in college athletics. Is it get an internship somewhere? What's the goal? Uh, the goal is, the first goal is to see if I can definitely go pro okay. in the NFL. That's my first goal, plan A. My second goal is definitely try to get a internship or a job in someone's athletic department so I can start my career, um, just start moving up throughout the ranks and just show that I belong. So football first, college athletics second. Right. All right, last question before the rapid fire questions. Why Austin P? Um, I like the way – I like the culture day we was building here. And uh, I came up – only made one visit. No, I actually had two visits. I, I drove up uh, one weekend, me and one of my roommates at the time that was Ole Miss. I drove up. Uh, I seen how coach, the coach at the time was leading uh, the team, and I seen the guys that was around me, and I felt like, hey, I want to be, be a part of what they have going on here. All right, rapid-fire questions. You ready? Yeah. What's your favorite word or saying? Uh... I'm like that. You're like that. What's the last book you read for fun? Um, the Kobe Bryant book. The Kobe Bryant book. Yeah. Who wrote it? Was it, was Mamba, it was Mamba Mentality. It was his book. Yeah. Okay. What's your worst habit? Uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm a I'm a procrastinator. I'm a little bit of procrastinator. Doing a lot of homework on Sunday yeah, afternoon. Definitely. I get that one a lot. Do you think you can walk a mile in less than ten minutes? I think I may could. I have long legs, so I can. I think I can stride it out. Max and Parker have been telling me for years that I can't, and I think I can. I've never done it, and I'm not going to, <laughs> but I know I can. I think you could. Uh, what's one rule in any sport that you want to change or add? One rule in that any sport? Uh, I guess it's like the uh, I, it would be technical fouls in basketball or unnecessary, not unnecessary roughness, but uh, I guess they're personal foul. You guys, you just gotta let some of these players play. Like talking is gonna be a part of the game. You know they don't call it in the NFL, or not as much. Not as not as much, but you know some guys, some some you know some refs don't really don't they really like, like they it. They like to make a little bit of a yeah. ref show, don't they? Mm-hmm. What app on your phone gets the most use? Snapchat. Snapchat. Yeah. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Uh, some shoes. What kind of shoes? Uh, what kind of shoes were they? Uh, there was some Nike Dunks. Okay. Who? All right. If there's a movie about your life, who are you casting to play you? Denzel. Denzel. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, Denzel. What's the most embarrassing song you love? Oh my goodness. Um. I don't know. That's a great question. I definitely need to look that up. 
Um, I guess it would be, uh, I guess, Gunna, uh, You and Me. I think everybody loves that song, though, but I don't think people uh, expect me to. They don't expect you to nah, like it. No, no, no. It's nice, though. If you could go to any concert, who would it be? Uh, Definitely uh, a Gunna concert, a uh, Future concert. Any, really, any concert. I really haven't been to one, so I need to make my way to. We got to get you to a concert. I got to go to a concert for sure. What is one place in the world you want to visit the most? I want to go out the country. Um, actually, I'm. I have a, a meeting to get my passport. I think next week. Uh, so I really want to go to maybe Paris or Dubai. Just somewhere overseas. Yeah, just anywhere out of the country. Anywhere. If you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Any three people ever. Uh, LeBron James. First, um, second, uh, Jermaine Cole, J. Cole, um, third, hmm, I guess I'll, I'll say Deion Sanders. So Cam Ruffin, Deion Sanders, J. Cole, and LeBron James having dinner. Yeah. Sounds fun. Uh, who or what inspires you? Um, my mom inspires me. Uh, she does a lot of, I don't want to say uh, background stuff, but she does a lot of stuff for me that doesn't get the recognition that she probably deserves. But I do tell her, like, I appreciate her uh, every day. Um, I really love her. Uh, but she she does a lot. She really is one of the reasons why I'm where I'm at right now. We're glad to have you, so shout out to your mom. <laughs> shout out to mom. Uh, what advice would you give your younger self? <sighs> Just... Take your time. You gotta don't live so fast. Live slow. Enjoy the process. Uh, you're gonna go through a lot. Of stuff not gonna be easy. Just take it one day at a time. So the last question comes from Shy Booker, our last guest on the podcast. <laughs> if you had one million dollars, what would you do to grow it? I would. I would invest it. I don't know what I would invest it in, but I definitely would invest it. I would give it to someone that I trust one of my family members of course that I trust with my money and that I know that they are good at investing and I will give it to them just put it away and just you could let ask it grow. for crypto advice I could do she that. would give it to you yeah I know or you could just listen to the last episode <laughs> I'm sure she was giving a lot of uh, crypto advice on the last episode oh it was it was shy's crypto show for a minute I don't know I don't I personally don't know how to do some of that stuff but I do not either it's a lot for me I can't all right, so I lied. That's not the last question. You get to ask a question of our next guest on the show. What do you want to ask next week? Mm, what are you doing to make your life better? What are you doing to make your life better? Good question. Cam, thank you so much for your time. I know Max and Jordan have some work for you to do today, <laughs> sure. so you get back to that. I'll get back to my work, and we'll be right back with the PCAST right after this. Thank you. If they noses ain't broke, then they gotta smell. We just got a fresh load, it's a lot in here. That boy on his first grade, you don't matter. Rock him out the park, maybe I drive himself, so I don't got the park. Upgrade my jewelry, my watch is up the park. We gon' hit the head and watch the body fall. I'm going ghost, I ain't taking no more cars. Pop gotta give a hull of props. I want this top head to Brody, them a job. I put it up, we forever living large. You be okay, we make it to tomorrow. 25,000 for a jack. Where it went, back and light again, active. No, you don't. She ain't trying to let me get a crack. Going on fast cars, cutting up a traffic. Another big thank you to Cam Ruffin. Uh, you know, our guys, Jordan and Max, have got him all over the place on game day. So, uh, 
Glad he's got things to do. Glad he's enjoying his time here. And glad to have him on the PCAST. Shout out to Cam. Alex. Yes. There's a big football game this weekend. Is there? I've heard that there might be. What I've is it? I've heard it might be a, a Super Bowl. Okay. Super Bowl. Maybe XLI? Sure. That sounds right. Yeah, 56. Yeah. Who's in the Super Bowl, Alex? Um, not the Colts. Not the Colts. Not the Titans. The team that beat the Titans. <laughs> yeah. The Bungles and the <laughs> Rams. <laughs> that one hurt. That did. A little. Just a little bit. Just a little. It's it, the uh, the Bengals and the Rams. It sure is. Who you got? I will not be picking against Joe Burrow. I'll tell you that <laughs> I, right now. I'm almost, I'm almost scared to pick against him now. Joe Burrow doesn't lose big games. No, he does I not. said it last time we did this. I said it before the Titans game. You Joe did. Burrow doesn't lose big games. I don't know why. I don't know what he does. I don't know if his team's better than the Rams. I've picked the Rams every – if you look yep. back to the first round of the playoffs, yeah. who keeps picking the Rams? You do. This guy. I like the Rams' defense. I like Matthew Stafford. I like the offense. Cooper Cup, Odell mm-hmm. Beckham, Sean McVay, they got it going on. Mm-hmm. I think they're the better team. I definitely they think are. the Rams are the best team in the Super Bowl. But I'm picking the Bengals because I'm not picking against Joe Burrow. You know, I – I don't want to disrespect the Bengals like this, but like this Super Bowl almost reminds me of the Eagles and the Patriots, because it's like it, it, it's the Bengals. Nobody expected the Bengals to get in the Super Bowl. When the Eagles made it, nobody expected the Eagles to make it. And you're going up against a team that has everybody. And um, but no, I mean I'm right there with you. I, I I cannot pick against Joe Burrow as much as I hate. Like I'm not rooting for him, but I'm not going against him. He doesn't lose. He does not lose big games. I think the. Uh most exciting part of the Super Bowl. Might be the halftime show. It might be the best halftime awesome. show I've ever seen. It is Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. I am all for it. it about, I mean, what a cast. I I want to see how it's going to start. Like, like, is it going to start with like Eminem doing Rap God or something who's like that? Who's the opener? Who's like, <laughs> who's the closer? Who is the most, who's the biggest name? Like, yeah. That's like, all of these are interesting questions. Who's going to become a meme? I, no, think I, 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 I think it'll be perfect. I don't think any of them mess this up. What I, song are they all going to do together? Man, I have no idea. I mean, like, I mean, you got songs with like Eminem and Dr. Dre, but you got songs with Snoop Dogg and uh, Dr. Dre too. Exactly. I don't know I, where they're going. I guess we'll see. It, it's going to be good. though. It's going to be good. I'm excited. All for I'm it. very excited. I can't say I've been this excited over a halftime show in a minute. Me neither. So we've got winners. We've talked about the halftime show. Uh, let's talk about the newest NFL team. Yes. The New name. Washington. Commanders. The worst kept secret over the past month or so. <laughs> the funniest thing was they went commanders because it's like commander in chief. They're in D.C., the president and all that. Right. Colby texted me like 20 minutes after they announced it and called them the Washington commies, <laughs> which I can't imagine they expected <laughs> to get turned on like that. Jeez, Colby Wilson. <laughs> they went for commanders. They ended up being the commies. Um, I don't hate it. I'm honestly a fan. I wanted the red tails. I think they wanted to get rid of. Like, I think they just wanted to get rid of Red and then... I, Red Tails was cool, though. It, it was. was uh, I mean, it it would have been cool. Uh, I like the jerseys. I like that, like, if you look at the black jersey, though, the W that's in the front of their helmet... I didn't like, like that. That That's literally, like, that's the only thing I don't like about it, but I think the white jersey's clean. They're a little maroon jersey. Um, overall, the black one's good, minus the W. Um, we'll see. It's a better name than the Cleveland Guardians. It sure is. Which, it was a very low bar to clear, but... Still. Cleveland <laughs> Guardians is terrible. Washington, I, I, yeah, it's. Yeah, I better. mean, you have the Commanders and the Capitals now. Exactly. Which is, eh, the sure. Commanders, the Capitals, and the Nationals. It's all like stereotypical. And the Wizards. And the Wizards. And the Wizards. <laughs> Just throwing the Wizards and in the there. Wizards. Because <laughs> that makes that. sense. Well, I guess I got to change their name now to the Presidents or whatever. What was one of those other ones that was very uh, 
government um, sounding. Like the brigade or something like that. Um, I don't know. Call him the Armada. The Washington congressman <laughs> for the basketball team. The senators. The sen- I've already got a senator. Yeah. No, nobody's using the senators. So it was the old D.C. baseball team before right. they became the Nationals. There we go. There the go. Wizards. Now the Washington does the National or the senator, senators. senators. Yeah. Okay. We solved it. NFL Hall of Fame announcement is tonight. Today is Thursday, and uh, it happens at the NFL Honors. I'm very invested in this. Why is that? It is the third year that Reggie Wayne has been a finalist for the Hall of Fame, and if he is not chosen for the Hall of Fame, I will go scorched earth to Canton <laughs> and burn down the museum. You No. Have you ever been to Canton? I will burn it down uh, if it that, doesn't have Reggie Wayne in it this okay. year. Okay. Reggie Wayne is a top ten receiver all time. Okay. And he's not in the Hall of Fame because oh, – Hear me out. Calvin Johnson got in last year. Yep. Calvin Johnson's peak was higher than Reggie Wayne's. Yeah. That, Reggie that, Wayne's a better NFL player than Calvin Johnson, though, and that's a take I will die on. If Calvin Johnson would have played. But he didn't. What, what did he, so he retired at, like, what, 29, I think? He if didn't. He, if he would have played until yeah. he was, like, 34, no, no, he, he would, would have been better. Right, but he but didn't. But he no. didn't. He yeah. didn't. He you did were not. right. You were right. Reggie Wayne is a better NFL okay. player than Calvin Johnson. If Reggie Wayne had to wait to year two to get into the Hall of Fame last year, Calvin Johnson should have had to wait to year two, too, because Reggie Wayne's a better NFL football player than Calvin Johnson. I don't care that Calvin Johnson <laughs> had a better season. I don't care. Calvin Johnson's peak was higher. Mm-hmm. Reggie Wayne's a better NFL Cal- player. Calvin Johnson had, like, the best wide receiver year of all time. That's one year. He's, he's had – okay, look he had, at he had some, the best year of all some, time. You Look at every major professional sport. You've had some guys that have one year and win an MVP. This is true. Reggie Wayne's a better NFL okay. wide receiver than Calvin Johnson. Okay. There's two players in NFL history that are in the top ten in the league in regular season catches, postseason catches, regular season yards, and postseason yards. Mm-hmm. Do you know who those two players are? Who is that? The first one's Jerry Rice. That's pretty good company. The other one's Reggie Wayne. Okay. Noted. You know, I'll, I'll take your word for it. I got you. There's you, two other receivers in this class. Yes. Andre Johnson. Tory Holt. There is no way that Andre Johnson makes it before Reggie. Andre like, like there, there's no gets reason. In. Yeah, I'll burn down the museum twice. <laughs> you know, I if I won't be mad at that one. Like, like okay, Andre Andre Johnson should not be in the Hall of Fame until like year three or four. If Tory Holt gets in, no, no, um, I'll be mad. Yeah, you know who else is in this class that I think should get in right now? Bring it on! The greatest returned man of all time. One of my favorite players of all time. The one and only Devin Hester. I don't care who else gets in. I just I, w- I want to see Devin Hester get in. I want to see Jared Allen get in. I hope um, they all get in. As long as Reggie Wayne gets in, I don't care. Fair. I don't care. Okay. We're going to put the whole Colts 2006 <laughs> offense in. Peyton's sure. there. Reggie's going to be there. Marvin Harrison's already there. Yep. Edron James is there. Tony Dungy's there. Bill Polian's already there. We're going to get Vinatieri in like four years. If he ever Is he officially retired? Yeah, yet? he's done. Okay. Um, who else is Oh, they better know. not get tired of putting Colts players in because Dwight Freeney and Robert Mathis are coming up after that. Yep. I don't know what we have to do. I, they retired in different years. We have to get them in, in the same year, in my okay. opinion. I don't know how you do it. It's got to hold one. They, one of them's got to wait for the other one. Like Robert, like I think Robert, Dwight retired first, which he's a first ballot Hall of Famer probably. He should be. He needs to be like, hey, guys, don't vote me in this year. I want to go <laughs> with Robert in two years. <laughs> got to tag team it. Got to tag team it. 98, or it was, they called themselves 98-93, uh, Bring the Heat Boulevard. Okay. Robert Mathis hashtags that, and it's way too long. Um, <laughs> well, we've talked a lot already, but before we get into Austin P stuff, we have to mention Rob Manfred. Uh, excuse me, Rob Manfred, who is apparently, according to his press conference that just happened, optimistic about the start of baseball on time. Okay. He's the only one. He is the only one. Uh, he thinks spring training is going to start at the end of next month. 
I don't think it will. Um, we're going to miss baseball games because Rob and the owners are blaming the players for the lockout that Rob and the owners created. So do you think it's going to be like a shortened season, or do you think like it's just going to get pushed back, like whenever they do end up I have started? no clue. They've done both before. Okay. Um, I would rather it get pushed back. But then they'll try and do something dumb like, oh, well, we're going to play all the playoffs in Texas again, so mm-hmm. it's not cold. No, no, play in November. <laughs> if it's cold in Cincinnati, which won't be in the playoffs. I don't know why I said Cincinnati. If it's cold in New York or Boston, deal with it. Deal with it. They won. They're the home there team. Play it there. That's enough. That before my heart rate gets too high. Let's look at the OVC. Or not the OVC. Let's look at Austin P. this week. They're playing OVC games, so we'll look at that. We've got a couple of them. Women's basketball tonight, Southeast Missouri, Dunn Center. Military Appreciation Day, big night in the Dunn. SEMO's 1-11. They're kind of like that Moorhead team. They're probably going to get somebody else. I don't know who they're going to get. Don't let it be you. Take care of business against the second-to-last-place second to team in the league. Saturday, Tennessee State comes to town. Get ready for that one, Alex. Uh, if you're I, doing stats, put your seatbelt on. I they lead the nation in turnovers and steals, or at least they're close to the top if they're not Yeah, leading. I got a little bit scared whenever you, you were talking about that yesterday in the office. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's 40 minutes of press no matter what the score is for the Lady Tigers. That's going to be an ugly one. Uh, it was an ugly one last time. The Govs won. I don't care how they win. Ugly, pretty Ws. Monday, Monday night, rescheduled game at UT Martin. You will be here with the men for the air game against EIU. Right. I will be at Martin by myself to uh, hopefully end a little losing streak to the Skyhawks. Uh, they're in 7th or 8th place in the league. They're in 8th place. So uh, yeah. now's the time. Let's get let's get one off the Skyhawks there. And then the 5th – the Govs are going to play like five games in like nine days or something. No, yeah. five and ten. The fourth game in that five-game stretch is Wednesday night at Murray State. The women got bumped up a day because the men at Murray State on Thursday night are on TV. They're on ESPNU or ESPN. It's usually ESPNU. It's usually you. I, I think it's it you. Because the TV game, we had to bump the women's game up to Wednesday. So we'll play Wednesday night in at Murray State. And that'll be that. Yep. The men are playing the same schedule this week. Not the same. Same day. Not days. quite. Close enough. Uh, today, tonight, Military Appreciation Night, Dunn Center against SEMO. Saturday, Tennessee State, looking for revenge in both of those games. They dropped both of them the first time out. Uh, Monday night when the women are at Martin, the men are here playing EIU in a rescheduled game. And then Thursday, the men play at Murray State, ESPNU. The number 23 ranked at the moment. They'll be ranked differently, maybe, we'll uh, by the time we get there next week. The number 23 ranked racers in the AP poll, 24 in the coaches poll. Uh, like I said, though, tonight's the big night because yeah. it's the next one. And the next one's the one that matters most. Yep. I mean, and, you, uh, you definitely want to pick up that one against Southeast Missouri. Yeah, um, the men had Ed Reed go off for like 30 points. I think his name was Ed Reed because I texted I, Nathan mm-hmm. and made a joke about it. Uh, Ed Reed. Got like 30 on him up in Cape Girardeau. Yeah, and I mean, you, you want to hold – and they have another guy. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, though, but it's like they have two really good scorers, and if you can hold those two to, you know, say 10 to 15 points, you should win this game. Uh, big day in the Dunn Center Saturday as well. Yes, it is. Jersey retirements. L.M. Ellis, Shalonda Harden, and Coach Dave Luce's 420 wins, all being retired. Uh, it's going to be a lot of alumni here. Let's, it is. Let's pack the Dunn. Yep. Let's beat Tennessee State, and let's uh, – Let's honor those guys with their retired uh, – those guys and gals with yep. their retired jersey numbers. Some of the best to ever do it. Let's. Uh, Jolanda Hart might be the best to ever do it in women's basketball. I know that might. a lot of people are going to argue Brooke Armstead, and I think that's where we put our Govs top ten. Right. But Jolanda has four championship rings. Exactly. And I, if, if Brooke's number one, Jolanda is a very close second. She, I mean, it, it's not like a one and two. It's, it's like, like a 1A, 1B, yeah. easy. Track and field, back in action again. Bulldog Invitational in Birmingham. 
uh, Samford, Samford's event. So guys are going down there. They won five times at the last event. Uh, more of that, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Val Brown's got the girls rounded in the shape. They're, uh, they're going to start clicking right, right in time for the OVC Indoor Championship. And I'll there tell you what, watch out for the Govs when they get up to wherever that tournament is because I don't know where it is. Uh, I'll put my money on Katisha Phillips and Carlin Shoot this weekend. Any day of the week. Any day of the week. Softball, they so kick off their season. They do. Let's yeah. hear about it. So uh, the women are going to start their season on Friday against Purdue-Fort Wayne, um, and then they're going to play host Alabama State. Um, and th they've also got uh, games against College College of Charleston and Alabama State throughout the weekend. Um, overall, like looking at this field, it's teams that you don't want to look past, of course, because you're starting your season off, you want to get out hot. But um, honestly, the, these are all games that you should win. Some winnable games. Very winnable games. Um, I was looking through their records earlier, and it's like none of them had a winning record at the end of last season. Um, I want to say it, it, Alabama State won the SWAC conference tournament last year, but they finished like a 19-29 and 29 record. Um, teams like Purdue, they have 10 newcomers to the team. College of Charleston has finished like 6-35. and 35. So it's like, I mean, you want to come in here, you want to pick up all these wins, um, you know, maybe one loss, but no. Have uh, Coach Stanfield and them all just sweep the weekend. Your men's tennis team's back in action this weekend as well. Yes. We got um, – so the men will play Cumberland on, on Friday. Uh, Cumberland was ranked as the number 22 team in the NAIA. Um, and then the next day against Oakland City, they're going to play. I think it's like it's a 7 p.m. match. Um, up in Evansville. Up in Evansville at the Evansville Tennis Center. ETC. ETC. The ETC. Um, but, yeah, you want to go in there. You want to pick up two good wins. Uh, you, know, you drop that one on the January 29th or whatever it was. So after this weekend, you want to be 2-1. Uh, well, it's a busy week, but... It is a very busy week. If you've got some free time, you should go see Katie Etheridge, Riley Flinch, and Matthew Fitzpatrick for all the community service opportunities. Uh, we know all the students are back on campus. They've been here for about a month now, so yeah. you guys are busy, but hey, you always find time to go do some good in the community. Mana Cafe, Loaves and Fishes, many more opportunities. Go see Katie, Riley, Matthew. They'll get you set in the right direction. And hey, speaking of those three, maybe be on the lookout for your ESPYs Save the Date announcement. Uh -oh coming in the next couple weeks okay you might be you might be getting it you might be getting it excited for this year's SBs. Right, you're it's excited you gotta vote one. this year it's a whole new thing uh oh alex yes how should people follow us on uh on the on the world wide web follow us on twitter and instagram at let's go p or follow us on facebook at austin p governors and uh as always shout out to eric robin carter all the stuff they've been putting out with all the spring seasons coming in they've they've all definitely been super busy so you can also go to letsgop.com for dates, news, stories, and more. Cody Bush, Nathan Palkowski, Alex Allard, Chris Austin, now that softball season's getting underway, and myself. Uh, we're doing all the work over there. Go check it out if you need to know about the Govs. And if you want to come see the Govs, there's one thing you're going to need. What's that? You're going to need a ticket. Gotta get How are you going to get a ticket? You're going to get in contact with our ticket guru, Johnny Mitchell. He's got all the information you can use to get in the game. OVC all-session tickets are available. It's past February 1st, though, so if you didn't get yours yet, they now cost $80 instead of $60. You can also, still available, the City Forum Family 4-Pack for basketball games. It's a $75 value for, like, what, $22? Bucks? Easy. Four basketball steal. tickets and use the code. Buy four single-game basketball tickets and use the code FAM4 at checkout to get your tickets for $22 and receive four attraction vouchers at the City Forum in Clarksville. Go to letsgop.com. Buy tickets for that. Do it right now. Pause right now. the show and go do it. Yep, we'll wait. And now that no. we're back, 
VIP Hoops is also back for conference doubleheaders. And for the men's game on Monday night against Eastern Illinois, I believe it will be open. Food provided by Outback Steakhouse, Coca-Cola products, and adult beverages provided by the Hand Family Companies. This is available to all Monocle-level members of the Monocle Society. $18 single-game tickets or $75 for season tickets along with your uh, donations. Call Johnny to purchase those VIP Hoops tickets today. Or if you have any questions about the Monocle Society or VIP Hoops, you can always call Max Remy. He'll get you headed in the right direction. <coughs> and, and maybe the most important thing of the day. What's that? Whatever school Terry Taylor is from shirts are on sale at the basketball doubleheader tonight against Southeast Missouri. They cost $21 because Terry Taylor was number 21 when he played here in the Dunn Center. Alex has got his shirt on. I got mine on. I've got my shirt on. There you go. You're going to see everybody else with their shirts on. They're available while supplies last. And they are going to go. Fast. I'm telling you what, they're going to go quick. Very. They're going to go quick. $21. Got to bring cash to the game. We can't take card for the shirts. Right. So if you want yours, tonight's the night to get one. You can also find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, or directly on our website at letsgop.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating or review on the podcast. Five stars. Alex? Five stars. Five stars. Want to suggest a guest or less love to know? Oh, boy, that was bad, wasn't it? It was quiet. Should I try again? I think you should keep on going. Want to suggest a guest or let us know of a local or on-campus event we should shout out? Tell us who you think is going to win the Super Bowl on Sunday. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. He's Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to JLo's dad. Shout out to Steve Willer. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to everyone that got offended by Nathan using asterisks in the Murray State uh, game notes last week. I'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody.